Sometimes a slippery muskrat swam out of the hole in a floating log and sat up to look at the passers-by. Sometimes a green frog croaked. Once a blue jay darted out from the leafy shore, a flying flash of sharpest blue, and passed so close that Molly might have touched it. But she did not see it for her pain. The course was crooked and winding, for the stream had many bends, and at various points tributaries poured in. Now and then a green island rose up in the middle to cut the broad river in two. The current was strong, and a contrary wind blew up, but the Indians with careful paddling kept their canoes in the course. After a time, Molly raised her eyes and looked at the Indian women as their strong arms rose and fell. They were both young and sturdy, and were dressed in deerskin garments, richly embroidered. They looked enough alike to be sisters, and yet there was a great difference between them. Molly sensed it at once. One was plain, the other beautiful to look upon. One was cross, the other kind. They both wore strings of beads about their necks, silver earrings in their ears and silver bracelets on their arms. Their hair was dressed alike, parted in the middle with a streak of bright red painted on the part, and fastened behind in single braids, doubled back upon themselves and tied. The kind sister had a smooth, soft face. Her cheeks glowed like blushing apples, with a redness that obviously came from a smooth stain of red paint. The plain sister's face had more lines in it, lines either of age or ill nature. At midday, the plain sister brought food from her pack. Oh, I'm so hungry, cried Molly. Her tongue found words for the first time. Impulsively, she put out her hand. The plain sister frowned, divided the food with her sister, but offered none to Molly. The kind sister took pity and handed the girl a piece of meat, only to have the cross one strike out with her fist and knock it from Molly's hand. Over the side of the canoe, it fell with a splash and went floating down the stream. With a burst of words, the kind sister scolded, then gave Molly a better piece. Soon after midday, Molly curled up and dozed, soothed by the gentle motion and the grateful warmth of the afternoon sun. She was vaguely conscious that the cross sister was scowling and would have wakened her, had not the kind sister kept close watch. At last, she fell asleep and forgot them both. She slept on undisturbed, the sleep of fatigue and exhaustion, and when she awoke, felt refreshed. It was late afternoon when the Indians beached their canoes on the north shore at the mouth of a small creek. The hills, so close before, had now receded inland, and on either side of the creek's mouth the land lay low and unwooded, River bottoms covered with rich black soil. The Indians, the six men and two women, made fast their canoes at once. They tried to explain something by word and gesture, then quickly made their way inland. Molly was left alone, still sitting on the floor of the canoe. The place was very quiet. Only the gentle lapping of water over stones could be heard. In a tree close by, the twitter of birds and in the creek's shallow water, a chorus of noisy spring peepers. Molly saw smoke rising from beyond the low bushes, and she wondered if they had come to an Indian village. An Indian village? 
a white girl captive in an Indian village. Would she have to live as the Indians lived? The two women soon returned, chuckling under their breath, the kind one smiling broadly. Over her arm, she carried a girl's suit of deerskin clothing, soft, clean, and new. The skirt was made in an oblong piece, to be folded round the waist, lapped over and belted in. The tunic slipped over the head, had fringes down the sides and a pattern of porcupine quill embroidery round the neck. Ankle-length leggings and a pair of new moccasins completed the outfit. Molly looked at the new clothes as the women held them out. Her blue jeans gown, whole and good when she had started on her long journey, was torn now to rags. There was scarcely enough of it left to cover her. She must have something to wear.